Ooh, bottles are popping. What's that? What's that Birdman song? Um, I think Wayne's in it too. You know, we popping champagne like we won a championship game. That's pretty much how I feel all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure that I have won some championship game in my lifetime. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> mental health check. How did you guys wind down this week? I want to know. Um, I'm trying to think. How did I wind down this week? What did I do? You know what? I don't know if it's really a wind down, but I made a TikTok. And it wasn't like one of those like, oh, I did a TikTok dance. But I did post on TikTok for the first time ever. Like since I've had TikTok, I have been running around here just trolling and, um, you know, scrolling and whatnot but I actually posted on TikTok so you guys go and you know follow me there too that's Kimberly E-M-M-M with three M's just like my IG let's talk about this Nelly video though no you know what nope cut that cut that because I I have no I, I had no problems necessarily with the Nelly video, if you haven't seen it, I can't tell you where to find it because the last time I tried to go send it to somebody, it had been removed from Twitter. So, because that's where I saw it. But um, I'm sure that at this point, you have heard this foolishness about Nelly and what he is packing. Um And I saw the best post ever on Twitter about it. And somebody was like, yo, you chicks that are used to whole dressers inside of you, that is so, that y'all are the only ones running around calling this man a shrimp. But whatever. That's not even, that's not even what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what would have possessed him to post this chick going down on him like how like I mean yeah okay cool it was what it was on snapchat or something so it was gonna delete but everyone saw it every people were going to see it someone was going to screen record it what would have possessed you to do that and then Lil Fizz that's really what I want to talk about um I'm not sure what that was the fact that he posted that on OnlyFans is problematic if if y'all haven't seen that too, please go and see it, please, because I need somebody to talk about this with. Um, I, I was I was caught off guard, like I was upset, disappointed, disgusted. I, I went through a whole lot of emotions. Okay, but Twitter, you know, I I got back on Twitter this week as well. Anyone who knows me knows that I used to tweet my life away. Like when t- when Twitter first became a thing, I was on Twitter. And it was really because Drake was on Twitter. <laughs> like to be quite honest, you know, I told y'all I had I had a really rough time in my life because I thought that he and I were simpatico. Anyway, I used to tweet my life away. So I had like a lot of followers or whatever. So I decided that I was going to get back on Twitter, you know, and let everyone know, hey, look at me. I'm back in the world of the socials. But I started seeing all types of stuff on Twitter, right? So I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple years ago, 
there's this guy. He decided that he was going to sue his parents. Well, why was he going to sue his parents? Are you ask? <clears throat> Excuse me. He decided he was going to sue his parents because he was born. And more in depth to that was he decided he was going to sue his parents for him being born because as an adult, he has too many responsibilities, right? And basically his rationale was he did not ask for this for this life, so he should not be responsible for having to pay these bills and go out into the world and get a job and be an adult. And yo, that's real, okay? So like, so I, so I tell my mother this, and we have this like kind of running joke about it because I'm like, yo, he's onto something. Like this was not a decision that I made. So how come I gotta be a whole adult out here and pay these bills and like, you know, go to work and like do adult type things. And then it got me, then it really got me thinking, like aside from like the, the funny part of it, it really got me thinking though about like just the idea of being an adult, period. I always tell people that I am not an adult, the noun, but I adult the verb, right? I I have not I have not quite arrived at being an adult yet, but I know how to adult. I know how to get up and go to work and be on time, right? I know how to um pay my bills and not have late fees and stuff like that, right? Just like things that it, you know, put gas in my car and make sure that the oil is changed. Things that it, that come with being an adult with adulting and so I I was watching um 13 going on 30 right I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine about like the idea of just adulting and so I was like when I think of movies that that give you an idea of adulting the first one that comes to mind is 13 going on 30 right because at 13 years old, she thought, man, I want to be 30, flirty, and thriving. And then you get to 30, and life isn't all it's cracked up to be, right? Go to college, they tell you. Get a degree, they tell you. Graduate and get a job, they tell you, until they forgot to tell you that there weren't any jobs out here after you got this degree. So you have then missed out on, you know, a couple years of life of not working or working a job that is not even in your degree area because you followed the plan, right? The majority of us have boomers as parents. And, um, you know, that was, that was what they were taught, right? And so, and as an educator, I can say that I understand that, right? Because I know that the idea is that education is the great equalizer until you realize that even with these degrees, you have to work real hard when you're fighting for the same position as someone else. And 
I know that what's for me is for me, and that's how it will always be, and it always has been. But at the same time, thinking in terms of, hey, how am I going to pay these bills? You know, how am I going to come up with this money and put gas in my car and buy groceries? And then that's when another movie kind of came to mind as well. So, of course, in honor of Black History Month, I had to go watch it, right? I went and watched The Pursuit of Happiness because talking to someone else, they said that when they think of a movie about about adulting, The Pursuit of Happiness comes to mind. And I was like, you know what? I can only say that I've seen that movie maybe one time, probably because it made me emotional and Anyone who knows me knows that emotional is not like that, that. That's not a thing for me. Like I'm a G. I don't cry. I only I don't only shed G tears. And so that means that you might see one roll down my face. Right. But everyone else who actually knows me <laughs> knows that I am real soft in these streets. Okay. Like. I will cry in the shower. I will cry in the comfort of my house by myself. Um, like Colin in black and white, man, I cried, right? But don't tell anybody, okay? That is our secret. So anyway, I decided I was going to go and watch The Pursuit of Happiness again. And it was just like, wow. You know, someone to go through so much and then you don't even know that they're going through all of these things all because they are trying to keep their head above water, essentially, you know, like in good times when you think when you think of the of the um, theme song of good times and just the life that they lived. Right. Those were good times. Keeping their head above water was like making the way was a good time it was just the idea of them being able to sustain their life that was adulting and for them for chris in the movie uh the pursuit of happiness he was he was really trying to provide for his family you know he was really trying to provide for his son. He was trying to show his son that there was more to life than everything that he that he knew, you know, from pillar to post, from him just, not, you know, them having to go and stay at a homeless shelter, them having to run, him leaving from his job, although it was not actually a job because it was an internship, right? And having to leave from there in a suit, running to the homeless shelter just to get in line so that him and his son had a place to sleep that night. And, you know, when you think of adulting, that's something that really comes to mind, right? Doing what you have to do to make ends meet. And how we go about doing that with a smile on our face, without anyone knowing our struggles, I think that that is something that that is 
um, more amazing than anything. Um, I think that we as human beings, we know how to persevere. We are resilient. And I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just self-reflecting right now, I guess. And that's, that's one of the things that I love about talking to you guys is it gives me the opportunity to really reflect on my life and things that I have personally been through, you know, like I said, getting out of college and not having a job and trying to make ends meet without telling my mother or my sister, hey, I don't have any money. Do you think that you can, do you think that you can loan me some? Or, you know, just because the pride of a human being is, is making it right and surviving without anyone knowing the struggles that they're going through. And that was one of the things that I, that, you know, was very apparent in the pursuit of happiness. He did everything that he could with, even though he was struggling, even though he didn't know where the next place that they were going to sleep was, but he, he never, he never really let it break him. You know what I mean? And when they offered him the job at the end of the movie and he cried, it was less about him getting the job and more about one, him proving to himself that he could do it. And two, that the fact that they didn't even know what he was dealing with, but he had made something of himself and he proved to himself that he was capable. You know what I mean? I think that <laughs> adulting is hard, right? Like life is hard and then you die. And it's like, where is that little glimmer in the middle of happiness, right? 30, flirty and thriving. It's like, let's be clear. For most people at 30, it's not there. Now, somewhere in between your 30s and your 40s, probably, between your 40s and your 50s, most sure, most definitely, you know, because you have got, you start to get to a point where you, where you know more. And when you know more, you are able to, to accomplish more. You are able to put yourself in a better situation than where you were before. Your 30s, for sure. The best, some of the best years of your life, right? But you have to really take a moment and think, hey, how did I get here? And what am I still striving for? I sit back and I think, what do I, how did I get here? And what are the things that I am still striving for personally? So take a moment. I know this was supposed to be about adulting, right? And the struggles that come with adulting. And I think okay, I think that's kind of what it was more than just, you know, getting to that 30 flirty and thriving. How about 40 flirty and thriving? I don't know. That sounds, that sounds a little bit better. Like I feel like in the next five years, I will have accomplished a whole lot more goals that have, that 
helped me to maintain that idea of being 30, flirting, and thriving, right? 40 is the new 30. Anyway, I hope you guys had hope you guys had a nice little time to reflect with me um, today. Don't forget to wind down. Take a moment, pop a cork. I'll see you next week. I mean, I won't see you. That was crazy. Huh. Girl, bye, y'all.